comedy career up in Boston, and then life happened, and I had to stop for a little while. I went up to Colorado, I came down here, and I took a class uh, with Casey here at Sick Puppies, and I've been here ever since. Um, look, you could come and take an improv class and do a comedy class, but what the best part of this fucking place is, you end up part of the family. So, really, guys, give it up. Somebody told me about 10 years ago that when you die, you're reunited with family. <laughs> That's when I started working out twice a day. <laughs> started eating vegetables. <laughs> I don't eat meat anymore. <laughs> I wear condoms. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see those fucking people again. Are you kidding me? only time around I am going with them. Let me tell you why. My grandmother lived to 103. Every day she woke up past 90, she was like, fuck. 103 years old. At 93, she got laser eye surgery. I said, Grandma, haven't you seen enough? Like, what are they going to correct? And you're going to be like, Nothing. <laughs> You're talking about a woman when we bought her a microwave in 1975, didn't use it until 1985. <laughs> and then when she used it, she cooked the death out of everything. <laughs> Took it out of the freezer, put it in the microwave. The stuffed pepper came out in a pool of stuffed pepper. <laughs> you still had to eat it, it was my grandma. <laughs> that was my Russian grandmother. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about the Ukraine thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. What I love about it is no one in this room gives a fuck. Shit. But yeah, I'm half Russian. And, and my Russian grandmother, um, she was a treat, but she ended up living to 103. And from 90 to 103, she had dementia. Anyone have somebody with dementia in their family? I mean, it's tough. Right? So, so my brother and father, I have an older brother and an older father. father. <laughs> comedy, thank you very much. What is this? Can we put up a light when they are allowed to participate? Okay, yes, I had an older father. No, my dad was younger than me. <laughs> You got to work early. <laughs> no, but you got to mention my, my dad and my brother would like try to correct her. Does anybody have a broken appliance in their house? Go up to it and yell at it. Because that's the same thing. My poor, my poor grandmother's brain was failing it and she would get very confused and they would try to correct her. I went with it. I went with that shit. I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Anyone here from Boston? Yeah, so there are no shit back there. <laughs> I'm happy. Your cars are safe. <laughs> Where was I? Dunkin' Donuts? Alright, so I'd go to Dunkin' Donuts because her favorite thing was a jelly donut. And I'd set the table and I'd put one jelly donut on one side and I'd put it on my side and I'd leave the room. 
I've come back to zero jelly donuts. <laughs> and what was awesome is she, at a hundred and whatever, she'd lie. <laughs> like, Grandma, wait. <laughs> Not now, Jesus. Let's try it We talk. Um, so I walk in the room and she's got jelly all over her face. <laughs> Everywhere. I said, Grandma, where's my jelly donut? She's like, I don't know anything about a jelly donut. <laughs> I said, your face is covered in jelly. She's like, I've never had a fucking jelly donut in my life. <laughs> if you persist with this line of questioning, I'll invade Ukraine. No, I'm, um, I'm half Polish. Why is that funny? Why did you laugh at that? No, not you. Why? I don't like this. No, I, I like it. You guys in love and shit? You guys in love and shit? I just met him like last week. Oh. Like seriously, she was five six, height and width. <laughs> Took twelve seconds to walk around this woman. She was an asshole. I'm sorry, she was from Poland. Anyone here of Polish? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, you didn't. No. You had, you had so here's the deal with Polish, right? It's not good. Um, there's, there's. Um, one piece? You wouldn't know that? That's yeah. cabbage. Thank you. Okay. So you had sex with somebody who was Polish once? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a judge. I'm not a judge. They've been together a week. <laughs> it's because of Polish. <laughs> so um, there's there's guamkis, uh, there's pierogies. Right? And if you mispronounce these things in my house, you got hit with a shoe. <laughs> Seriously, my grandma, bang, and right back on her phone. <laughs> and and she, she was just so mean, I swear to God. Has, has anyone had garage keys? Uh. That's what you open your garage door with. I stole that from my Irish uncle. <laughs> Dick. Um, <laughs> my Polish grandmother was so... Like, listen, you eat a couple of pierogies. Does anyone know what a pierogi is? Yes. Like, every, every culture has their version of a ravioli. Here's Poland. Take that pasta. Shove it with mashed potatoes. Seriously, three bites of this shit, and you're napping. You don't know how many times I've woken up in a plate of pierogies. This is how Hitler marched in with a fire shot. I'll do it later. <laughs> my mom was crazy. No, she really was. Every, about every month, my mother would get locked up in a mental institution. Again, I'm with you. 
No, but I, I was really concerned, man. I was really young, and I went up to her, and I said, Mom, what's the deal? Are you really crazy? She said, fuck no. I said, well, why do you keep going to a mental institution? She goes, I just need a break for you. <laughs> I said, Mom, take a vacation. She says, show me a vacation where they put a dish of uh, Valium at the side of your bed. <laughs> and I'll sign up. <laughs> Go on Expedia right now, so I don't believe No, my mother was an alcoholic, and um, you couldn't enter her room before 11 unless certain criteria were met. Okay? First criteria is you had to have a full cup of coffee. Full. To the rim, not a little bit missing, and none of it could stop. Thank you. <laughs> You also have to go in with an Eve Light 120. Anyone know what this is? No. Yeah. Yeah. Sky thinks it's a vibrator. No. An Eve Light 120 was a cigarette that was this fucking, I swear to God. She couldn't light it herself. She couldn't reach. You had to go in with one of those lit. Cup of coffee, cigarette in your mouth. I'm six. <laughs> I was just hit by a car on my way to school. And, the, and, and these ladies, these old ladies get up and put me back in the car. I got, I got some injuries, they bring me, they drop me off. They didn't even bring me to the door. Like this was the 70s, guys. <laughs> in Boston. My mom, in Boston, yep, okay. All right, you and me are gonna fight. <laughs> But um, I got hit by a car and they dropped me off and I go into my mother's room, but I'm like, I gotta get the coffee first. <laughs> I go into my mother's room and I give her a coffee, I give her a cigarette, and I'm like, Mom, uh, a car hit me. She says, oh my God, and she gets up and goes right to her makeup table. She starts preparing for her day. I'm like, Mom, uh, my arm kind of hurts and uh, my leg is going that way. Can we hustle it up? She's like, there might be some cute doctors there. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh at my pain. Okay. Okay. No. And um, my dad was a sociopath. Total sociopath. Seriously. Look, as soon as I was born, I loved stealing. I love it. My dad was a salesman his whole life, and he was like, bro, you know, if you're good, you can make up to 40% commission. I was like, how about 100? <laughs> I'm taking it. It's mine. When I was in third grade, I stole my best friend's watch, and then I helped him look for it. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly think that uh, my dad raised my brother and I to be criminals, because um, I knew my Miranda rights before I knew any nursery rights. <laughs> I remember it like this. Jack and Jill went up the hill both without representation. <laughs> yeah. When they used to ask, ask me to uh, pledge allegiance in school, I said, dude, I'm not pledging shit till my lawyer gets hit. <laughs> Liberty and justice for all. No way. I'm not buying it. So the first thing that, that my, my brother and I stole for my dad, you probably wouldn't have even noticed, was a house. <laughs> now to be more accurate, it's about two thirds of a house. Okay, so my dad couldn't afford a house after he divorced my mom. 
um, women droids? And <laughs> instead of buying a new house, he just bought a piece of land. He had the foundation poured, he capped it, and we lived inside the foundation. And on weekends, we drove around to construction sites and stole the rest of what we needed to build those. <laughs> Who's clapping? Yes. It's a free house. My dad would sit in the living room and be like, yep. Paid exactly zero dollars for this. <laughs> My family is the reason for same day install. <laughs> Seriously, if you had it delivered and you didn't have it installed that day, that shit went in our house. <laughs> I love you guys, that's all I got. <laughs>
My wife wouldn't ask me questions like, do you think my girlfriend's pretty or do I look fat in this? My ex-wife came up to me one day and said, hey, if I bang you with a strap on, is it gay? <laughs> this brings up like an existential issue, okay? Because if I say, yeah, it's gay, I'm an idiot. The definition of gay is two men together. So if my wife shows up with a penis, that's not gay. <laughs> if I say, no, it's not gay, pretty sure I'm getting banged with a strap on. Let's <laughs> go. I just want to take a suggestion from you guys. Any word that you want to just yell out from there, I'm just going to tell a random story. Cigarette. Cigarette. Wow. All right. Um, while I was in prison. <laughs> the largest class action suit, one of the largest went against the prison system because people used to be able to smoke in prison. They sold a lot of tobacco, and a pack of cigarettes was outrageous. So you can go to canteen if money, people send money from the street. In canteen, you can buy cigarettes and Twinkies and va uh, Vaseline. <laughs> but, but because I wasn't a smoker, I could get on this class action suit and say, hey, I'm inhaling secondhand smoke and it's against my rights and blah, blah, blah. The Supreme Court had to hear this, and then all prisons took cigarettes out. And boy, were they expecting some shit to go down. Okay, so before this, they locked everybody down, which means they wouldn't let anybody out of the cell, and they went out in the yard because they were expecting riots and work stoppage. And they were out there with metal detectors because they thought people were hiding shanks because we were gonna do this big prison riot. And the day comes where they're gonna take smoking out, and guess what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Because this is what ended up happening. Cops started bringing cigarettes in because what's a pack of cigarettes now? I don't know, $25. I don't even fucking know what it is. But you would take 20 cigarettes, take one cigarette, break it down, roll it into three little tiny things where you just, it's gone. So you don't even know what happened. And they would sell each one of those for five bucks. So it turned out that a carton of cigarettes in prison was worth $800 on the street. You just brought it into the prison. And it was so funny because in, in our beds, cons from 100 years ago used to stick cigarette butts when they were done with them in the frames of the bed. But they also used to stick batteries in there when they were done with them. So when they quit smoking, these guys took the beds apart, tipped the frames, dumped the old cigarettes out, would get the tobacco from them and smoke them. But they also smoked battery acid. <laughs> this is the reason for the recidivism rate. This is why guys reoffend. <laughs> smoke the battery? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, here, here's, here's a stack of cash. 